0: Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Monday, October 17th, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. Coach. Thanks for taking the time today. Thanks, ali We'll get started here with Tim McManus and then Chris Franklin. Hey, Nick. It's uh, always a bit of an unknown how a, a new player will acclimate to your your culture and your team. Uh, with Gardner Johnson, what was kind of the, the process um, evaluating him, and what have you found in the ways that he, that he has kind of uh, fit in with you guys? yeah you know he's uh obviously a great player and great playmaker and is able to take the football away um i think one one common denominator of of why he fits in well with us is because he loves football and he he loves to compete and uh you know he's he's always looking for ways to get better um and he just wants to put his best foot on the field every time he, he goes out there and he's a highly highly competitive guy and uh You know we can all and all of our guys you know we we feel like that was a a prerequisite to get on the team was was uh you know being highly competitive and uh you know so they they have that in in common and uh it's good to see him fitting in and making plays go ahead chris and then dave afternoon nick Uh, last year you guys had a late bye weekend this year it's a lot earlier how much does that affect the way you guys plan your schedule and also what's the schedule like for you players and the coaches yeah, you know, similar similar process through everything. Now there's going to be less things to watch, right? Because there's less games, right? And uh, but similar process, you know. I think uh, you know as as you go through um, every year um, that I've been in the NFL, I've really looked at everybody's process that I've worked for of like what's the you know what's this guy's process and this guy's process as far as our head coaches and try to. You know, take a little bit from each guy and uh, and figure out what I think is the best. Um, you know, and so, um, you know, we'll do a similar process that we did last year. Um, there's already been a couple studies that um, you know, as we watched la- uh, yesterday's game, a couple studies that I wanted done. Um, you know, from our from our offensive staff that weren't on last year's agenda because they're you know different different year, different issues, different year, different things to study. Right, There all these different things. So. Um, we're gonna work like crazy this week. Uh, this is a this is a great week that, you know, today was all about the game review. This this evening is all about our coaches doing their self scout projects and other projects that I gave them. Tomorrow will be us reviewing those, um, and then we'll get started on our next opponent uh, on Wednesday and, and finish some some of the self scout on. On, uh, on Wednesday as well. And then we'll see where we're at on Thursday. And uh, if we if I'm feeling generous, then maybe the the guys will have the day off. Go ahead, Dave, and then Martin. Hey, Nick, when you are undefeated like this, do you have to dig a little deeper to find those areas of improvement? And for you, what's at, kind of at the top of the list here over the next week? Yeah, again, um, still going to be looking through that. That, that will kind of... Um, expose itself as we look at the self scout thing so you, you kind of go in with a couple different things right you go in with a general thing of what you want to look at where you're where you are successful where you aren't successful so that will kind of tell the story and and then it will lead to other projects you know as we watch these things um you know and then there's a couple things a couple areas we want to we're looking at right now um you know a couple areas we're looking at right now that we want to that we want to improve on so we'll, we'll look at that um and so no there's always things to work on right always things to work on so i actually think that you know we can even be even more demanding and more crazy about how how you know what the standard is when you are six and oh like i think being six and oh is awesome but i think you can put your you know you put your your foot on everybody and say we got you you like this is feel good all right then we got to keep going and and uh really even and and really dive in even harder and it's not to say you don't do that when you're you know 0 and 6 or 2 and 5 or whatever you just but it's just easier to to really get after everything to you know uh, cuz I think everybody's you know there's no no feelings are involved in there when you're 6 and 0 right it's just like hey let's go this is good enough and let's get it and let's get it better so um yeah looking forward to the process this week we'll go to Martin and then John Hey, Nick um I think last night you said that you guys haven't played a complete game yet this season what what does that look like to you and how close do you think you guys are to, to playing such a game yeah you know it's just it's just finishing the game when you know again it, it's not what well here's what makes it hard to play a complete game a team that's really good on the other side right that, that's a good football team as as we know. Um, and so, yeah, of course we wanted, we were up 20 to three at half and we would have loved to win that. We would have loved to just duplicate that and won the game 40 to six, but in the, in the grand scheme of things that that's hard, it's hard to do. Like the, the second half's played a little bit differently. Um, so you want to, you, you just want to finish the game. We've, I think there's no doubt, right. That we've had, if we have good first halves and that the second halves have been, you know, whether the defense have held them or, um and the offense hasn't scored or, or whatever it is, we haven't played a complete game in the sense of we haven't really blown open a game when we've had two score leads. Cause we've had, from what I understand, I believe we've had two score leads in every game this season. Um, and so you want to, you know, you want to just be able to end a game and put a game away. Um, and that's what, and I think that's what we're talking about is to really just finish the game, and put it away again things change the way you, the way you view things in the second half sometimes um, when you do have these leads, but you never want to, you always want to be aggressive. And you always want to, you know, I always want to put points on the board. Um, but when we haven't, and we haven't done that. And so we got to look at, we'll look at it uh, as coaches and, and see what, you know, what we're doing as coaches that we, how we can put our guys in better positions to do that. Go ahead, John. And then Jeff. Uh, hi, Nick. um, hey, John. um Curious about the turnovers. I mean, you guys have been so good both taking it away and taking care of the football. Um, obviously you preach that as a coach all the time. Can you put your finger on one or two things? Why this team has been so successful and especially when you have a quarterback that, that runs the football and and is able to take care of the football like Jalen does. Yeah. Jalen's done a great job of knowing where to go with the football and not you know, and not um, you know, as far as the passing, and not you know, putting the ball at risk, um, you know, so that that's huge, right? We we made a mistake in the Jacksonville game. Um, I don't I don't put the I, I like I told you to me. Jalen has he has two picks by stats, but you know if I if the coaches could get a pick, I would get the pick for the one. Uh, that went off Kenny's hands because I you know I, that wasn't that's on me I didn't feel great about that play quite yet and the in the timing of that play and I put and I put the ball at risk on that one so um I wish I had a stat for that um but um as far as the so that's that's huge but then all right so where where do a lot of fumbles come from John you know a lot of fumbles come from strip sack fumbles right uh, you can see as, as son Reddick has done this year and Brandon Graham and 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 um, what they've done there, and so that is that's helped by having really good tackles in Lane and and in uh, Jordan and and Jack Driscoll coming in and, and playing good minutes, you know, and so and Andre being ready to go, like so that that's where that comes in, right? So it's it is truly a full team effort. Um, it's the emphasis of the fundamentals of ball security you know, that, that we preach on a daily basis, but okay. So we preach it on a daily basis. We talk about it on a daily basis. You know, if you're carrying a ball, if you're carrying a ball around our facility, we don't care who you are. We'll, we'll tell you that it wasn't good enough. I think Embiid was playing catch on the sideline yesterday. And there was a couple things I didn't like about his ball security. If I would, I would have said something to him, but you can't be around this facility and not uh, be coached about how, you know, how the ball is. But Ultimately, the players got to go out and do it, and and the guys that have touched the ball the most for us, Miles Sanders, has been phenomenal with this so far this season. And it's a long season; we got to keep going on this. But Miles has been have had had great fundamentals. Those guys are stripping at it hard. We've had a couple. We've added a couple new drills to our, our repertoire and and things like that. But Miles has went out there and, and you know I I'd look at Miles first and foremost. You know him and Jalen touch the ball the most, carry the ball the most. And Miles has just done an outstanding job. And when your guys that are touching the ball the most are, are fu- most fundamentally sound and taking care of it the best, then, you know, everybody else is going to fall in the line. And then I think about, you know, Dallas and A.J. and, and Devontae. They touch the ball a lot. And, you know, we told them today, you know, they're going to come out. You know, they're going to start seeing they can't get it off. Miles, they're going to be coming after you. And so we had a couple loose things with them. Uh, the other day, and we're telling them, "Hey, button it up!" And we, we, this isn't good enough. So it's, you know, it's high, high praise when it's when it's the right way, and it's correction when it's the wrong way. It's the only way we know how to coach. But make no mistake about it, it's those players just making unbelievable plays with the ball in their hands with uh, with supreme ball security. Like, and then AJ gets the ball in his hands, and guys are really concerned about getting him down because he's hard to tackle. He's a big man. Um, and and they can't strip him because they got go to go try to tackle him and that's a little bit of Dallas too. And then really that's a little bit of DeVonte too cuz Devontae's so now different cuz DeVonte's so you know he has got so much wiggle with the ball in his hands. So um man and then Jamal Singleton does a great job of teaching the ball security and uh to our entire group. Um I'm so glad he's our running back coach cuz you know he's got and he's got that Air Force Academy uh background in him and he's he's all business when it comes to that football and, uh, and he's on all our guys about that as well. And, uh, and Shane's on those guys about that. I know you see Shane with the, with the punching uh, with the, with the boxing glove out there, uh, knocking you know, trying to knock it out. And so it's been a great team effort and that's why this is the ultimate team game. Go ahead, Jeff. And then last. Nick, what's your level of concern with the special teams, particularly the punt and kickoff units? The punt and kickoff units. Um, I my level of concern is is low. Um, you know, I think when you look at the stats of our punt and kickoff uh, units now, uh, obviously no one's no one's pleased about the sixty two yard return that set up a uh, set up a three points for them. That that can't happen, and we need to do a better job right there. And um, we had some guys in position. Um, we had an, one guy that was out of position. And it ended up, and it ended up costing us right there. And that's that can happen at times uh, when you're, you know, that's again the ultimate team game. One guy gets out of position, and it it affects everybody else. Um, going into that game, our coverage units were pretty good. Um, we were, I think, we were fifth in punt return right now, we're, or a part of me punt coverage. We were fifth in cover covering punch. And now we're 11th. So we, you know, we had a little bit of a slip last game, and I believe we were in the top 10 of covering kickoffs, and now we're 14th. So we're 14 and 11th, you know, middle of the pack right there um, on that. But you know, we want to be better in those and not give up and not give up the play. Um, But you got to look at the total body of work, and and it can't because not it's never just one play ever, right? And and you look at that. last week right it wasn't arizona didn't lose that game just because that guy missed that kick right there were so many other things that happened if we lose a game in a certain situation because somebody you know turns the ball over or make misses a play it's never just one play um so i think you know there you also got to look at what happened on the uh, uh kickoff coverages yesterday we forced them to hold us two times that backed them up in, this certain, in the bad areas, right? On a kickoff return, they ended up starting in, the, in inside the 10. And then on a punt return, the same thing happened. And then N'Kobe Dean and, uh, you know, they had a huge hit. And I, was that to start the game? Yeah, to start the game for the second week in a row. Reed Blank and Chip last week had a huge hit. Um, to start the game and set the tone of what the physicality of that game was going to be. And then Nicobe Dean uh, did the same thing in this game. And it started with Sean Bradley pressing, butting the, the guy off of him and getting right in the lane of the guy. And, and uh, Patrick Johnson being right there. And then uh, Nicobe Dean coming in and cleaning that thing up. And so, um, I, you know, we've gotten good special teams play from, from Zach Pascoe, who was our player of the week last week, Nicobe Dean, who was our player of the, the week yesterday. Um, so I, I believe in the, the coaches that we have there. I believe in the players that we have there and, you know, is, is middle of the pet is 14 and 11 where we want to be. No, we want to be in the top 10 and everything, but, um, we'll, we'll get, we'll work on getting back to that, that point. Um, you know, as the bye week comes and as we continue on, we'll go to lesson and then Rube. Howdy, Nick. Hey, Les. Um, you mentioned the the second halves and it really has become almost like a, a personality of your team at this point. As you said, every game, a, a two-score lead. And then in at least three of the games, things have gotten really dicey. Uh, have you looked at or do you plan to look at during the bye week what you do at halftime and whether other teams are making like better adjustments than you guys are? You know, I guess when things are going great, there's not a lot of focus on adjustments at halftime. But is that a factor in this? Uh, did, does it explain anything last night? Does anything explain anything last night? Uh, you know <laughs> how sure, things yeah. slept yeah. in the third quarter. Yeah, sure. Everything's evaluated. Last, it's a good question. Everything's evaluated, and we will definitely evaluate this as well. And uh, you know, we have different um, different ways that we go about halftime, as far as and and when you and you got these different tools in your pockets, kind of like. Uh, it's kind of like when you're in pass protection or in a run game, like okay, if they do this, this tool's in my pocket. Or they do this, but this tool's in my pocket. And you have the same thing in your openers, and you're you developing what your openers are. You got different tools in your pocket, and it's the same thing at halftime. So that that could be, hey, I'm going to script out plays to start the second half on a Thursday or a Friday. Um, that that's one thing. Or you know, you could you could start off the second half a certain way. Uh, maybe it's no huddle or, or or whatever a certain personnel grouping, or it's you know you gather the information um, at halftime and you try to make the adjustments the adjustment necessary adjustments there. And so there's different there's different tools we have in our pocket, and we just got to keep trying trying different trying different tools to get it going. Um, you know, we got. I think what's happened in the second half a little bit has just been, you know, we've drove the ball decently, and and then you know or got a big play to start things off, and then we stall out. And so now we're we're not a, a highly penalized team right now. Um, I think John, I think somebody told me that we had sixty penalties last year after six games, and we have thirty-seven after after six games this year. So it's I don't, I don't want to say it's that. Um, one other thing that I that I think about the second half is they we've had some long drives in the second half particularly the last two weeks um, where we really established a run game you know an eight minute drive a nine minute drive Arizona or whether seven minute drive this last one um, and so there is a difference when you are up two scores again you always want to be aggressive and, and, and end the game but when you are up two scores there is or three scores. You know, whatever it is, there is a little bit of a difference of you're trying to make the game go as fast as possible at that time. Um, now that doesn't mean we're any less aggressive. So we got to figure it out, hey, and that's our job as coaches to figure to figure it out. And uh, again, we you know we've been around good coaches ourselves. We have good philosophies, and and we got to figure out what's which one what tool is going to work to help us you know get over that hump and completely finish a game because you know. You know we're frustrated by that too, and we want to finish the game. Um, you know, up those three scores. I, I know I don't. I don't want to put my dad in that situation where he's he's got to sweat through that game. I can handle it right now, but I don't want my dad to have to handle it. And uh, and so uh, we got to, We got to do a better job there, and, and and we'll work like crazy to do so. Thank you. Go ahead, Ruben and Zach. Hey Nick, uh, I. I I guess a two-part question. Uh, so many new pieces on your defense. When you look at Bradbury and Reddick and uh, CJ Kazir, uh, Jordan. At what point did you kind of have a sense that all those new pieces would come together and 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 play as a unit? And and what went into that? Because uh, kind of it kind of seems like they've been playing longer than just six games together. Yeah, I think this team can uh, works to connect. A lot right and it's and it's through different ways and I think um, that we have really good team leaders and and I think about I think about when Jordan is drafted one of the most excited guys about that is Fletcher Cox and I think about when James Bradbury is signed the the guy who's most excited excited about that is Slay and so you got these guys that know like hey to be good you're gonna have you got to have the good players and good pieces there um, and, and then just welcome them in. And that's why, uh, Fletch and, and Slay are our captains and, and all the guys are like that. And all our captains are like that, but I just really wanted to single out those two guys and really BG for that matter with Hassan. Right. And so, you know, they, they welcome them. I think Slay, I don't talk about this enough because I think Slay is one of the best team leaders I've ever been around. Um, and it may not always be a vocal thing, right? It's, it but it's just by his actions, and if if one of his teammates needs you know needs extra work on the side as far as um, you know getting extra reps or getting the technique down to the corner play, Slay's there working with him. And that doesn't matter if it's if it's uh, Zach, you know, his backup, or if it's or if it's Mac McCain, like a practice squad guy, Slay's there to help him. And if uh, you know if a guy needs. Uh, if if the guy needs a car or something, because Slay's done this, he, Slay's car is lent lent to the guy to to make sure that he has. I mean, this guy's an unbelievable leader. It's just not on a football field. Or if a guy needs a place to go for Thanksgiving, I, I think that that's what we're you know Slay had the guys over to his house last year. So it's this it's this leadership, right? It's the leadership. I, you hear me talk a lot about uh, the the Jason Kelsey leadership and the Brandon Graham leadership. And it's a good opportunity to ask me about how the defense is doing and and how the secondary is coming together and that and 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 slays a big part of that because he's just such a he's such a good leader and we got great leaders on this team that know you know what it takes to get to the top that it's not the best group of individuals that that wins championships it's not the best group of individuals that wins games it's the best team right and these guys work like crazy to do so and uh, and slays right at the top of the list I, I could brag on him forever uh, about how good of a leader, you know, his play speaks for itself, but I could brag on him for a long time about um, how good of a leader he is and how much he means to this team and how excited I am that he has that C on his chest uh, and and how excited I am for him and how excited I am for this team that he has that C on his chest. I, I guess uh... – more specifically, from a football standpoint, just how all those new pieces kind of came together on the field. Uh, you what you what, saw, I I, answer, I I know what you meant, and that's how I answered it because because it's not. It's more than football, right? It is, and it and to be on the same page right? To be on the same page out on the field and and make plays together, things have to work in unison. And for things to work in unison, there has to be this connectivity. And for you not to want to let your team, like that motivation that I talked about is real. I don't want to let my teammate down. So I'm going to work a little bit harder because that guy, that sleigh guy right there is doing everything he can do for me to get me better. And I don't want to let him down. And so I knew what you meant, and that's and that's and I really do believe that it is it is that the closeness of that team, and I and that, that makes me excited about this team is that they just keep coming together and they just keep coming together and they want to and they want to succeed for each other and play for each other. Go ahead, Zach and Mike Sielski. Hey Nick, good afternoon. Uh, the uh, flip side of the second half is the second quarter. You guys are at a historic pace right now. What is your theory or explanation for what's happening in the second quarter, in particular, this season? I don't quite. I don't quite know, Zach. If I if I knew that, I would duplicate that in the third quarter, and then Les would stop asking me about that. Uh, so I I, uh, I I wish I knew. Um, you know the guys. You know, the guys are doing a good job in, in, that, in that second quarter of, you know, whether it's weathering the storm uh, like against Jacksonville or if it's just, you know, figuring out the different personnel groupings and how they're playing them and, and making plays in that second quarter. But there's no doubt. Like, we've, we'll we look at that this week and, and see what, you know, what the heck's up there, and uh, we'll try to duplicate that as much as possible. We have time for two more, so we'll go to Mike and then Bo. Mike, you're muted. Sorry, man. Thanks. All good. Do um, you have an update on Lane? And does the fact that you guys have so much depth along the offensive line and you're 6-0 play any role at all in determining when you might come back? I don't have an update on Lane, um, but we need Lane Johnson um, because Lane Johnson's the best at his position in the NFL, in the world. And so, uh, you know – if, if Lane's healthy, we we will play Lane. Um, and so, but I don't have an update on Lane quite yet. Go ahead, Bo. Nick, uh, after a a primetime game uh, like that last night, what is your what is your routine when you get home? Like, how much sleep do you get before you come back into the office? And then uh, after that, like, how important do you feel like sleep is for the coaching staff this week? Um. I think even you know this week with the buy, I think it's very important to, that we catch up on some on sleep, but still get the necessary work done to, to grind to make sure that that we know, you know we look at the bye week last week and how beneficial it was for us to figure out some things and, it, and it really to me, it was the mini buy on the Thursday night where we really figured out some things and we were able to you know you know get start to get an identity there. Um, and so that's important. We need, this is an important part of the process is this bye week uh, and, but, but, but we definitely need that rest. And, and, you know, we've been doing that, uh, with our guys, we, we've been starting a little bit later. Now we work a little bit later at night, but we've been sleep, we've been sleeping in a little bit later, um, to make sure that our guys are rested. And so we've been starting an hour later for these past, this past, past month, you know, with, because of different circumstances, whether it was a Monday night game to start things off or whether it was a West coast trip. Um, but we're, we're seeing that that's working out well for us as far as our, you know, our energy levels our the way our minds are working where everything's being evaluated. Um, as far as, as far as last night, shoot, that's always hard. You know, it's always hard to, excuse me, to go to sleep after you, you it's right. You, you go on, it's hard to go on this ride of what we were on yesterday and, uh, you know, all the ups and downs of that and the highs and lows and the, and the adrenaline pumping and, and shoot, and then try to go to sleep after that. Right. It's like having 10 cups of coffee and then going to sleep, even though I don't drink coffee, but it's like, how, how do you do that? And, uh, and so you sometimes just sit there in bed and you think about things. And I know yesterday, my, uh, I, uh, I know my wife doesn't like me doing this, but I woke up my, my son and just been like, Hey, how was that baseball tryout and he had a baseball tryout and he's like good I really want to make the team daddy I said I want you to make it too he's like did we win I said you know we won and so I woke him I shouldn't have done that but I woke him up he had school today and so we both had to we sat there and talked about the game for a second it's just hard it's hard to go to sleep there because you're excited um you're thinking about things that you could have done better um I know that's always you know my I know that that that's a part of the process you that is necessary that you got to go through Um, to, you know, to make sure you're getting better. Uh, It's not the most fun part of the process, but it's a necessary part of the process. Thanks for the time, Coach. Thanks, everybody. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.